By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are in a spaceship. We are Jupiter. Are you ready? For episode 60 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the, the 719. Yo, yo, where the, the catch, catch is at? at? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 hey, where the catchers at? Hey, where they at? Where they at? Yo, W-Y-W-C-A, right here in the clear. Daniel's right here. Roscoe's over there. And guess what? It's yo, where the catchers at? I don't care if that went on a little too long, but guess what? It's my song. And we back, y'all. Ha-ha! Hibbity hip-hop. Once again, and as always, I'm your host of this lovely podcast, Kells for Show, a.k.a. Black Star Burst. Join with me always is my bro host. You know who it is. Roscoe Tinkoya, a.k.a. Destination Home. Yeah, I ain't got no powers, but I got a super intelligent stick that teleport me anywhere. Hutch nigga 2.0. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us, as always, officially has accepted his title as Donatello. Because how can you not? Because both their names start with a what? D, because it's none other than Daniel I'm dead inside. Y'all uh-huh. are. Welcome to the <laughs> For reals, what's new? <laughs> like, we don't have conversations about like our internal ain't. decay. Like both physically and emotionally. <laughs> Alright, guys. You know how we start the show off. Well, if you don't, you're about to find out. And we're going to start mm-hmm. this shit off with, yo, what's popping? So, what Ross, that's the question. What's been popping in wrestling? Well, um, this Sunday will be... WrestleMania Backlash, which I'm mildly excited for. But um, over the last week, like, uh, Daniel Bryan is no longer contracted to WWE, so don't nobody know what's going on with that. But um, the only real kind of cool thing is uh, Dark Side of the Ring actually officially debuted on TV, and they gave us the two-parter episode of uh, Brian Pillman. How Brian Pillman broke the fourth wall. And you learn a lot of crazy cool things and stuff like about his life and how like his son literally took a phone call from Stone Cold saying, yo, I got your dad's wrestling belt. Hell yeah. And that was literally his sign to get into wrestling. What? Like to the point that his, well, his oldest steps, his oldest half sister that was around him the most. It was like, yo, all you do is play video games. You what? You just get into wrestling. What? And literally, he got into wrestling. And for most people that know, he signed to AEW, Brian Pillman Jr. But yeah, it was a great little story. But past that, not much really happened in wrestling this week. Word. All right. Um, give you some um, news that had me excited about one of my favorite newer, I don't know, technically, would it be an indie comic book? Uh, Paper Girls? We can say that, Andy, because it's uh, not the page two. Image, yeah. yeah. So, Paper Girl is one of my favorite new series. Um, like I've been saying on this podcast and Escaping, I can't wait for it to get picked up by like a Netflix or turn to a TV series. Did it really TV get picked series. Up? It's been picked up by Amazon. Ooh. They casted the young girls. Some of them look like the characters. Some of them don't. I'm not going to trip about that as long as they portrayed the way they were in the comic book. And Ali Wong has joined the cast, too. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. I can't wait for that to come out on Amazon. Talk about some trailers real quick. Um, Heels 
is a series starring Stephen Amell. Being Not a, just a series starting, but executive produced by him as well. Starring him and being executive produced, coming to stars um, August 15th. And he's playing a wrestling hill in a small town of Georgia. I think it was called Duff County. It, it's Duff County. He basically yeah. portrays the son of a uh, wrestling promoter in that town. And basically him and his brother are trying to basically re-get the promotion up. As well as he's trying to actually get himself signed to a major wrestling company. And I have a feeling this is going to be his actual breakout performance. Because Arrow, I think he just portrayed... He was still new to it, so I think he was just reading. He wasn't really acting like Oliver. But I think this one, he's going to be acting like the character. I think he's going to give a real strong performance. Because even when Ninja Turtles, he didn't really play Casey Jones. He was playing himself. And he was always a fan of wrestling, so like this whole Hills is low key kind of like a dream project of his. Yeah, dream project of his. That's the reason he executive produced. Oh yeah. Speaking of other trailers, the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer came out. Um, If you're a fan of the first Venom, you're gonna like the second one because the trailer looked just as silly as the first movie, and I didn't like the first movie. It was very mad at me, but if you enjoyed it, kudos to you. Ain't gonna trip. You love it. Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Me. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to watch this one. Only one time. Hopefully it surprises me and actually um, delivers better action and a better story. And one of my gripes about the first one was the tone and some of the jokes. But the trailer didn't reaffirm me that they learned from their lesson because it seems like the same type of humor. And that was my biggest fear that they wouldn't try to improve on things because it made all that money being the way it was in the first place. But like I said, hopefully it is good. I don't want any comic book movie to be bad because it makes a bad impression on all of them. So fingers crossed, but <clears throat> expectations are low. I'm be honest, <laughs> for like me. for me, going to go see the first Venom, I until till halfway going through realizing it was a buddy cop S movie. Yes, they this sequel feels like they just was like, oh, we're going in with the reviews of what people seen. We're getting deep diving in what I already know, so people don't have to expect anything different. Yeah. But my only skepticism is how they debuting Carnage and how Carnage low-key is looking so far from what they gave us in the trailer. Yeah, and the thing, too, is, like, some of the jokes I did, like, like the whole Ace Ventura, like, fish tanky and the lobster, the lobster's raw, even the little shit where him being cool with the new dude. Like, that was fine, but the tones were all over the place. Like, yeah. And I, what I, and the thing, too, what do you want from a Venom movie besides Spider-Man, which you're not getting, but Venom's already been a darker, more scary, serious character, quote-unquote. So they tried to do that, but then they went silly with it and tried to go back to dark. So it was like, if they would have stuck the one cool, but if they gonna stick to like Ross was saying, the buddy cop or the buddy team up type thing, you're the weird dude, I'm a weird dude, the buddy, the odd couple type thing, fine. Just give me that, but make the jokes good. What? Like, I'm be honest. Them work. That's all I want. The one thing I will say that's disappointing about the trailer is the intro part, but if they cut off the whole Venom cooking Eddie Brock breakfast and just start from with Eddie and Venom saying hey to the Asian yeah, lady. Yeah, that was weird too, because like you start off with saying like, hey Venom, hey Eddie, like cool, but then Venom at the and end, Venom's at like, the can end, I eat him? Like, why but, would you? At, but low key yeah. at the end, when, if they kept it like that and then give us that whole end scene with, you know, the Asian lady saying, yo, we ain't getting, we ain't got the chocolate in yet, and then Eddie being like, yo, what? And then Venom just like, even more mad at the fact that he said he'll eat her, and then Eddie's like, no, don't eat her. And she's like, wait, what? See, now I'm like, so you go into the 
if this the scene shot in the same if the same scene continues with the way they cut it up, they go in, she knows both of them, she was up, and then Venom's still like, no, nah, I want to eat this bitch because she ain't got my chocolate. And so like, hmm. but yet it makes it. I kind of find it funny in that because you know Venom is kind of picky and the fact that yeah, that case shipment ain't came. And in I get that. it too, like, oh hey, what's up, girl? Like, got chocolate? No, no, nah, fuck that bitch. She ain't gonna fuck that low. See, they could have wrote that better, and that would just seem like. I just think it, the fact that the intro with him cooking Eddie breakfast and still fucking everything up, like, that just kind of gave off the tone for the trailer for me. Yeah, like, I get that too. Like, that could be funny er. Yeah. And it's just like the whole, like, a turd rolling in the wind. Like, what? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to tell us when it's coming out, but it's coming out soon, and they haven't confirmed if it's radar. If these motherfuckers puss out and don't make it art, I'm going to be even I'm more I'm even upset. more mad. It's called fucking carnage. It's carnage and carnage, there be carnage. has to be. Car- ain't shit PG-13 about carnage. We seen what Fox did with fucking Deadpool. And Deadpool wasn't even... And that's my thing too about Deadpool. It doesn't... For what they did with Fox, it didn't even need to be radar. Only mm-hmm. reason it was radar because of shits and titties. There was no other excessive blood. They didn't even show a real nipple too in the, in the movie. And I keep forgetting that Mortal Kombat was rated R too. But Mortal Kombat did what Mortal Kombat was supposed to do. If they don't have people get, and that's the thing too, they be trying to keep Venom from eating motherfuckers. I need Venom eating niggas. I need Carnage slicing and dicing up. I want to see a baby get ate. That one thing I will give like um, Feast 2 and 3. Anybody can get ate the fuck up. Let people just die. You have to have Carnage Ryan. Carnage is here in people's blood, his blood. You have to go all out or it's be for what? Nothing. Dick jokes. But dick jokes. <laughs> we're going to find out. Um, <laughs> some might think this is a dick move though, but Marvel has officially <laughs> said that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Peggy Carter are not canon with the MCU. Bullshit. They made it official because Kevin Feige and who helped the, helped the TV? Was it Josh Jones? Jeff Lowe? Jeff Lowe. They always had a low-key beef. That's why the Inhumans was shitty trash. And Kevin Feige has officially made it uncanny. So it's on a a separate timeline. So now it's part of the multiverse. And I understand that 1,000. I understand it, but damn. Now, so if they bring... Y'all really kind of hurt... They didn't hurt nothing. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) They didn't hurt nothing, but like... Loki, that was kind of like one of the cool things about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, yeah, they weren't really tied into the universe, but yet... They had the little small Easter eggs for those dollar fans that still watch Agents of Shit. Yeah, but that's the thing too. They they pulled us in with like, yo, it's Colson. They were we're gonna uh, reference the events. Look, Lady Sif is in this one. Sam is in this one. But it kind of start stops there. So and I get why they did that. So they cannot worry about all that Inhuman shit that went into the series when they reboot the Inhumans for the MCU as well. Because people don't think like they have to connect to all that. And Feige, like how everything he does is connected to the MCU Disney Plus series. So with that moving forward, now we're going to get a new origin to the Inhumans. Because even the Inhumans series is going to be referenced in the MCU as an adaptation of what's really going on in the real world. So they're going to make it some fourth wall type inside joke. Like, remember that bullshit you watched? That's actually exists in the MCU. Just like how they make movies about Ali and in our reality, they make movies about the Inhumans Mm-mm. in the MCU. So that's how they're going to work that shit. So basically they're going to bullshit the Inhumans TV series as like a regular TV series. Inside the MCU. the MCU. So when they, yes. Like, oh, so y'all are real. So it wasn't just based on this bullshit TV show that we watched. No, it's really, they're going to do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, 
I'm ready to see how they pull that shit out. Hell yeah. And Ethan Hawke's character has been um, confirmed for a Moon Knight series. He's going to be playing Sun King. Mm. I didn't read Moon Knight. Does that Sun King mean anything to you? Daniel? That's what Ethan Hawke's playing in the Moon Knight series. I guess he gets his power from Raw. From Raw and he had create fire, kind of the antithesis of Moon Knight. And also he has the He's crazy personal Jesus. Just like uh, Mark Spett, he has uh, mental issues. But his mental yeah, is like that he's gone. Rock. So that's going to be interesting to see that shit. Too. And Ethan Hawke could act. Like, he's mm-hmm. one of black people's favorite white boy actors, too. Yeah. Love I, know I love me some yeah. I love me some Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, he's low-key. He be, he be out here. He do be and out it's here. Before Working his little ass off. You realize, and the thing is, a lot of black people like him from training day, but then come to realize they backtrack and like, oh, Ethan Hawke was, we've been liking Ethan Hawke when he wasn't even really popping, popping. Hell yeah. And speaking of black people, white people. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not like the only black nerd that feels this way, though. <laughs> Say it. But um, Say it. the new Superman, not only will he be black, he's not going to be um, Balzod or Calvin Ellis. He's going to be Clark Kent. Mm. And I'm just like, no thanks. I won't see my Superman with dress because that's the only way we're going to get a curly hair. No, I'm just playing. Okay. <laughs> All right, word. But I'm just like, I don't need a black Clark Kent specifically because we already have Henry Cavill as Clark Kent. We have a great Clark Kent on Superman and Lois. Yep. And the biggest thing about this like, y'all still haven't made a good Superman movie since Christopher Reeves. So why would mm. you give me a black one when you can get the white one correct? Mm. I know people are going to be like, well, typically Superman's not white either. He's from, you know what the fuck we talking about. Don't play that shit. You want to mm. feel like we need that representation? Fine, but what is that going to change? Because also, think about this. Does that mean we're going to get a black Lois? Because last thing we need is a strong black man with a white oh, white woman. Because nobody's going to be like, well, he's not technically human anyway, so she's really with an alien. No, I'm like, why is this black man with this white woman and that's the only thing he can see? Are the kids going to be black? Or there'll be some white people that find this little black alien and raise them at all. But we already get that we parallel. Have black people we in Kansas? Know. We don't know. You know I ain't no black people in Kansas. I'm just playing. <laughs> but the thing is, too, like, where does that stop? Like, you can still do this story, but you could do it with another black Superman that already exists and tell a unique story. And, of course, it's going to be elsewhere because since Superman isn't part of the DCEU, it's going to be all of the Joker. But at the same time, you have all these other black superheroes. You can have a, you could redo a steal to rework that shit into a Supergirl, to yeah. rework that to a Superman. You yeah. got Static. You got Mr. Terrific. You yeah. still can give us the Black Green Lantern yeah. movie with Jon Stewart, but we get a Green Lantern series. Yeah. So there's other characters you have DC that are black. If you want to tell this, you give us black so, Nigga, you got Icon. Icon was literally creating a milestone universe to be black Superman. And guess what? He's a conservative. Y'all have Aquaman, y'all biggest hit. Y'all can give us Aqualad. Yeah, you can do. Maybe they might save him from uh, Aquaman too, and Aqualad. That's two for one because he also uh, is a LBGTQ plus character as well. And they want to go that direction. Boom, bam. But I was just like, yo. Nobody was asking for black super. I was never look. I'm like, I don't want my. I can honestly say this is the first time I ever got mad outside of Falcon becoming Captain America. Like, I don't need my. I don't need my card black. I need that one jury curl curl right down in the middle. And like, and see, too, it's like we we weren't asking for this. Just like we weren't and asking for even all more- that shit during black. Um, BLM, like, hey, no more white people voice black characters. Nobody give a fuck about I voices. Care about man. voices. 
Let him be direct. Let, let him own studios. Let Sarah Silverman play the voice of this black chick on uh, what you call it. She was killing it. Fuck about that shit. Like I didn't even know Sarah Silverman was playing the voice of a black chick until she said she. Nobody cares. I did. I remember I put that shit on Facebook. Like nobody wants this shit. And somebody like, man, you feel real dumb. Like no, I ain't. Nigga, I read comic books. I already know one person's gonna have a big problem with it. We already know that too, but it's like, and I can agree with him. Like I agree with some of this shit. Like this shit, we don't need, we don't want. It's take your black characters you have, elevate them in the movies. Since a lot of their comic books don't sell, but bring them up, put them in movies, and see where like. But more importantly, like like the boy Kev said, like DC can't make good movies. Period. <laughs> For the most part, all of them are shit. Even their established characters. So why come out here and try to remix some shit? Nobody was asking Damn for. About, you you think we would? Could we like nah? DC, all DC really needs to do is say fuck it. We're putting all our animated series on the big screen. Or even like, cause we just rewatched um Superman Man of Tomorrow with Luke over the weekend, and I'm like watching this movie like, this is how you introduce Superman, Martian Manhunt, and Lobo all in one film with Lois and Lex Luthor and Batman Easter eggs and knock it out the park. This is how you retell the Superman the story in modern day time and you keep both parents alive because I'm tired of them always killing off one of the Clark, one of Clark's parents. Like, you don't have to do that. He's not fucking Spider-Man. He always had his parents for the most part in their lives. And they were great influences to him. That's yeah, why yeah. it makes it even more special. But yeah, man, so <laughs> that black... Uh, and plus that movie ain't gonna come out for a minute... Like yeah. a, it's probably gonna come out to twenty twenty fucking five, and then I was listening to another YouTuber because I didn't think about it till now because he was like Marvel's gonna introduce a black Superman before DC dude. And I was like, hold on, because they brought up the Marvels because I wasn't thinking. I'm like Photon, yes, Miss Marvel, yes, Captain Marvel. It's like, oh shit, they might introduce Blue Marvel and Captain Marvel because he's a Marvel too, and then it might tie into that astrophysicist or engineer that it was alluding to in WandaVision because also Adam Brashear. And uh, Monica Rambeau became a little relationship when they were part of the Ultimates. Mm. So they, and they're looking for a black lead or a black male character to be a supporting character in that shit too. Mm. So low key, we can get his backdoor origin in this with an Easter egg at the end with him being black Superman. So that's going to be interesting. Then another thing too, I don't know if y'all, once again, I brought this up before. Because <laughs> now was, like, I'm always for black people getting roles in movies. <laughs> But the chick that played Ghost in Ant Man and the Wasp, that was in Raider Player, Ready Player One as the bad guy chick. Yeah. She's been cast as Red Sonya. What? Yes. And it goes into this whole thing where they keep race being in ginger characters. Because once again, I didn't know that was an issue with the ginger communities community. Then I went down that rabbit hole and I didn't realize how they were pus persecuted through history. They thought they were witches and demons. That's where the whole joke about them not having souls came from because they used to kill them in like in the 1600s because they're minorities. It's not a lot, a lot of them. So the more and more prominent redhead characters that get depicted on big screens are being either turned to black biracial characters or just black characters. Like they're replacing a minority with a minority, but they feel that people aren't gonna care because it's a black. But then if you're part of that minority, like why I wanna be replacing me? Yeah, with I wanna black. yeah, I wanna be I represented wanna be too. Black. There's not a lot of gingers, and what's funny, Yo. a lot of comic book characters are fucking gingers. Now I'm thinking, Yo. like, are they gonna give us black Jean Grey? I hope not. Don't do that shit. <laughs> Jean Grey the only exception so far so in that far. book. 
Because they try to do their little intake, like, nah, nah, she ain't married. Yo, Dang. what if the scroll girl ends up being black? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> or like with um, like the Cyclone chick in um, Black Adam. She was another one. She's a ginger character. Now she's going to be portrayed Yo. by a black character. Jimmy oh, Olsen. Oh, she's from Ready Player. What was it, Ginger too? Yeah, and then um, like Jimmy Olsen uh, Supergirl. Jimmy's a redhead. In case they're a strong-ass oh, black dude. Shit, I'm not mad at probably getting rolled, but once I Yo. start looking at like, there's a whole thread you could find. I'm about like, to fall into that rabbit hole. Nigga, Ariel the Little Mermaid, even though she's potential, they did cast a little black girl. I'm proud of that black girl getting rolled, but... That's another role that could have went to a ginger, like yo. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, yo, I, how I are gingers you. out here again? Ginger heat, like ginger that's hate. That's why people make now because I'm like, that's funny. I feel <laughs> bad and yet happy at the same time. Yeah, it's I feel like yo, complete. black people again, roles, but y'all really knocking out these. That's why people characters. had an issue when they cast the black chick to be Hermione in the Harry Potter stage film because once again it was another person yo. replacing the ginger. But it kept Ron Weasley or Ginger too. But it's like, you don't notice if you're not part of that culture. Yeah, so that now, ginger, if you're not a Ginger, you don't realize yeah. how crazy these Ginger exactly, are. Exactly, because you're not brought up to know about that because you're not Or if you're not really a fan of the said Ginger characters, you really ain't. And exactly, that's Girl. why people still make the Ginger that got soul jokes. It's like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. The motherfuckers like died. Like, kind of like with the... The Jewish situation when saying certain things like they run the banks and they control the world. I didn't know that shit was problematic. I just thought that was just a running gag and comedy and shit. But nah, shit like that was one of the reasons they convinced the Nazis convinced the Germans to take all these motherfuckers out. So certain statements you make are problematic, especially when it's still seated in shit today. When you can teach somebody impressionable, like nah, they run everything, so fuck them. That leads to prejudice and hate. But um, yeah, so I don't know, man. That's a little. (laughs) Some PC talk from y'all PC from a, some geek angles. Like I, like I said, I didn't know that was a thing till I was listening to like Clownfish. Um, these YouTubers I follow, and one of the shortest is Ginger. Then she just started going down a slew of characters. Like, and like she said, she said one of the Powerpuff Girls watched Blossom be Racebin, and now Blossom is Quake. That's another Ginger character that being replaced by Quake. POC. No. Yeah, Dave is POC, nigga. Quake is uh. Quake is Blossom, nigga. Quake's green. Quake. No, that's Buttercup, nigga. Quake's Buttercup. No, uh, she's not. The black. The, it's a no, little chick that's black. I want to say. Ross, stop right now. We're wrong. So then the Latina wait, wait, chick no, no, playing. No, no, no. Latina chick is playing Buttercup. Pull up the filter. Roll back the um previous yo. We can get out there. Like. And Blossom's playing by Quake of Agent of Shield fame. Yeah, you can look it up, Ross. But like I said, she's replaced by another POC. And that shit is as funny as shit because she called it. Yo. Yeah, so I was like, yo, that shit is fucking, that shit is fucking wild. So, hey, to all the gingers out there, I support you. Like, whenever I get my Kelsey Greer comic book universe off the ground, I got a couple of ginger characters sprinkled in there. You will be represented. I got one character named G. Um, I'm not going to get into all that shit right now, but I got y'all, though. I got y'all, though. But Wonder Warriors of Zulao is a redhead, but she also black. So, that's like, ah, I got both wings covered. Ow. And I'm moving on to music. YWDCA17 is the latest pe- uh, playlist for this month. Um, I'm just going to name off a couple of songs. Um, I don't even know how to press it, uh, uh, pronounce this shit, but XCXO Plex by AG Cook and Charlie XCX. It's legit. Run by One Republic. Um, Inhaler has a new song. 
Who's your money on? J. Cole dropped the interlude. I can't wait for that album to drop. That's another album that dropped on the 14th. See, the 14th. But when this shit drop out, this gonna be the day of days in May. I'm telling you, like, God or Jesus might not come back, but it's gonna be Christ like in these streets because, yo, niggas gonna be floating on water. This I don't nigga, know what that fuck means, but it is. on it is, the 14th. Yep. Um, Chloe dropped the song called Cry and Drive, basically saying, mm. like, you don't need to cry and drive because that nigga ain't worth it and you might cause an accident because mm. your vision isn't. Um, <laughs> my girl Slater dropped a new song called Over This. Mm. Um, Young M.A. and 504 dropped a song called... Uh, oh, shit, I forgot to write down what it's called. But, yo, it's on the playlist, though. <laughs> Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi dropped a song called Mr. Rage. <laughs> and what songs do you want to just shout out in Ross? Uh, T. Greasy dropped the album, but from off the album, I want to uh, shout out to one of the songs I like. Uh, we On featuring uh, Big Sean. Nice little rock uh, single, uh, Hollywood Sucks from Kenny Hoopla featuring Travis Scott uh, on there. Uh, Light Up, uh, Flight, uh, F- Flight Faculties featuring uh, Channel Tress. And Save Myself from Ash, from her n- new album, Ashlyn. Word. And a couple of albums I actually listened to over the week were B.B. Um, Rex's Better Mistakes. That too. If you're a fan of her music, you don't like the album because it pretty much sounds like every one of her albums. Um, she got Gucci Man on there. again. She got, she got a couple, And she got a couple of tracks from Gucci over her career. And they always say it. And Pete Sweats, yeah, I fuck with Pete Sweats. That shit's cool. Um, my girl, Kelsey Carter, yeah, spelled with K's on that shit. She don't have an E in her first name, but I ain't gonna hold that against her. Her mama <laughs> name, but she couldn't control that shit. But she has an album called Live From Nowhere. I thought it was going to be like a live, live album, but it's kind of like more of an acoustic, uh, melodic okay. cover, uh, re, uh, master of some of her other hits. Uh-huh. So, Daniel, you're going to like that shit. <laughs> nah, because you fuck with Kelsey Carter. You know I do. I know you do. That's why I said it. <laughs> the Cheat Codes dropped a new album called Hell mm. Razors Part 1. I did that. Um, Ellie and AJ dropped an album called A Touch of the Beats Gets You Up on Your Feet. Allie. You said Ellie. Allie and AJ. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and your boys Weezer dropped the album Ooh, called Van Weezer. See what they did there? It's Van Weezer, like Van Helsing. That's why it's all like '80s yeah, centric. But it's still, I skipped it Because when they said I want to go back and listen to Aerosmith, that's where the whole theme and the inspiration for this album, Dan. So okay, it's it's conceptual. It's a conceptual album. Hey. But it is what it is. It's Weezer lyrics on '80s. 80 synth on that 80s vibe. Oh, they using 80s synth on it? Not very synth heavy, but it's definitely, if you like, uh, I need some more of that, it's definitely the album's in that vein. Um, I can't name another single out there because a lot of them do sound the same, but I need some of that, though. I really do. That's what I'm starting to say, girl. Wait. I need some of that. You just why I want it, girl. Do you like comic books? I got a lot. You want to read some? You can read them to me because I read them all. I'm not saying I can't read. I'm just saying I like pictures, but I like your voice better. <laughs> and with that being said, we about to hit you with Yo, we geeking out. We geeking, we geeking. And today we're gonna be geeking out about Netflix's newest superhero series created by Mark Millar, and that's better. And that's gonna be the new. And that series will be Jupiter's Legacy. Now, one thing about this shit that had me pissed off. What the fuck is Jupiter in this? 
Do you know why they call it Jupiter's Legacy? No, I don't. That's why I asked that question. Is it like, surprise? All the letters. It's an anagram of Justice League. But there's no Y in Justice League. Oh, no. Jupiter's Legacies. All right, it says I spelled it wrong. No, I just spelled Jupiter's no, Legacy. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, it's Jupiter's Legacies, right? It's so, yeah, I just put Jupiter's Legacy on my paper. I, I, maybe it is Jupiter's Legacy. I thought it was, you know what? I could be wrong. Then, if you're wrong, then what is it supposed to be? Well, I, I the everywhere goes just a society. Maybe. And a, yeah, that might be. That has a Y. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. And they are older from that time, the 1920s. Well, let's yell for Justice Society. Anyway, like I always just thought. Well, anyway, I thought one of the characters' names was gonna be Jupiter or some shit, or maybe as you alluded to, it being a spaceship, maybe it's ships from Jupiter. Well, in comic book wise, the island that they went to was actually a spaceship, and that spaceship took them to Jupiter, and that's how they got their powers. They didn't, so they didn't get their powers on Earth, or is that something they don't show? Like after they, no, I watched it. The energy wave went out, and that's what I'm assuming caused superpowers throughout everybody else in the world. Because they're not the only people with powers, correct? Uh. Outside yeah, the bloodline, because Black Star, that nigga ain't one of them. But he, he had powers. He had powers. I think that probably, that probably said the radio show. And you like, um, 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 Hunter, was it? No, it's not. Hutch's homies had abilities. Yeah. Like, they related I think it might have been a radiation. Yeah, yeah like, kind of like, like, like the terrig- island. Yeah, yeah t- kind of like the Terrigen Or even like my, um, Kate Universe comic book, um, oh, The Essentials, which I should have created years ago before that name was so uh, essential. But basically, Ooh. they got their abilities from one of the character's unique unique ability activated, and she was a catalyst. She let off a wave of energy that encompassed the whole oh, earth that gave everybody's um, abilities at some point in time when they hit puberty, a lot of the X-Men's, like X-Men meets the Inhumans. But anywho, so I'm like, oh shit, now that's explain how everybody else gets their ability. It's not just some genetic thing. But if they just went there... Jupiter in the comic book, how did that explain everybody else on Earth getting superpowers? Or was it just a family in the comic as well? There's nobody well they really kind of don't go into depth. They don't, about oh, they, it. So they yeah, kind of play He kind of just, he does scenes and does not give you a lot of. Yeah, it's just. That like, makes fucking sense. Yeah. This whole series is like, like, what about. But it happened. He goes, it's just, it just happened. Because like, yeah. <laughs> literally, I literally just realized they really don't talk about how everybody else in the world got their powers. Nope. It's just and that's what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm assuming from that blanket, uh, that yeah, wave of energy. That all they, was yeah, all that's really known is that the Union was the first ones known to have superpowers, but within time, other people have powers. And we don't know if there's any other superhero teams at the moment, correct? I believe it's just the at Union. The moment, I, the yeah, at the moment, it's just the Union. And that's one thing, too, like, there's no shield. They don't seem like they're working with the government. It just seems like they're doing their own shit and everybody's okay with it. Well, that yeah, that is because that's technically what the code is. The code is not to kill and not to get into politics. Well, but it doesn't mean politics politi- can't get involved with you. Well, like, a lot of the government can be like, hey, bro, maybe you shouldn't let us X, Y, Z. But they're working more like old school, like Justice League of Avengers, where you're the good guy, so we'll let you do good guys, but we won't say shit to you guys. Well... In the comic book, they explained why the government isn't going into that because Richard Nixon found out one of the superheroes was gay uh-huh. and tried to blackmail him. Yeah, old but, boy in the rod. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even know yeah, he's supposed yeah, to be yeah, LGBTQ plus. Y'all listen to like a review, like yeah, but to be then like, hey y'all. But yeah, but then Sky Fox figured it out and found out Richard Nixon was being gay. He was like, nigga, you 
You the know, black calling the kettle black. Yeah, and they basically was like, "Oh, you ain't saying shit, and they gonna get into us because if you do, we we're exposing all you. your shit." So, <laughs> we, so thank you, Sky Fox. So be like, "Yo, you ain't, you can't fuck with us, then we ain't fucking with you. Stay out of our business. I'll put all your shit on Front Street." I like that, and it's also kind of similar, like to Blue Marvel and Marvel comic books when they found out a black man was basically Superman. He had to wear a mask and fucking retire because the world wasn't ready for a black man with that much power, and that was some. Yo, now I'm feeling like a way if they do Blue Marvel in Miss um, the Marvels movie, it won't be as impactful because of what they did to him in the comic book. But also, they already gave us that Isaiah Bradley story arc was very similar, so I can see him like, no, you ain't gonna do this where I do that way because we already did that shit right now, and that also would offset the whole superhero legacy. Unless they low key kind of, unless they low key kind of just like yo. It's another black superhero that been hidden from the world. For but that's the too. You couldn't hide it because he was out in the bounding streets. There would be documentations of oh, the Blue Marvel. So now I say that like, I'm fine with that because it, it works better. They already did the hey y'all, America's racist. They didn't let you know about Black Cap. So we already did that. We don't have to redress. We don't have to re. We, we don't got to redress it. Yeah. But you just we don't know have to that, that dead horse there was another black superhero yeah, out there. Yeah, the they, they, no, they, they're not gonna do that. They already gave us the one. I'm fine. With that. I'm cool with that because. The MCU doesn't have to be like the And however they don't do they don't they don't fit so it is what Yeah, they're gonna find a way to make Blue Marvel's representation. No, 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 they're not. They, he's not gonna be like that. He, they, yeah, they, I'm they, just saying not. No, he's gonna be it. He's gonna be black, but still, yeah, they're not, yeah, they not gonna just do the whole yeah, they can't. here's another black superhero. That you forgot about. Like, yeah, they're not gonna do that. But But yeah, so um <laughs> Jupiter's so legacy. To Blue Marvel, right? If you have like the same thing where you know what you could Can you speak up a little louder? Oh, yeah, you know, what you could do? <laughs> you, know, you know what you could do? Have the Fantastic Four, like we talked about, have been gone this whole time because of an experiment, and who's been with them? Adam Brashier. Okay, you can do that, work, too, man. but I'm talking about... That way, he was established, but then they just blipped. Or they did not blip, because, you know, they, they, they went to the negatives over some shit. Oh, he tied his origin to there, so they're like, yo, I was with Reed and them. Yes. And that's how we came back from yes. the negative zone because I became a negative zone reactor. Yes, I like that. Okay. That that's that's legit. That's how you say he's been around this whole time. Exactly. Without having to be like and do it respectfully because Adam Brasher deserves that respect. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I like that. See, that's why they need to hire us to write shit. But <laughs> Kelsey, as someone that didn't read the graphic novel, how did you feel about the TV series? Um, like I enjoyed it overall. Like. This definitely had its flaws, but once I started, like, I gotta keep going. Just It's always nice to see something that's not Marvel and DC and see somebody do their own thing with superheroes. Like, the action was cool. The graphics could have been better. The scenes could have been shot better. <laughs> they could have done more with them, but I could tell they was working on a limited budget, so they had to focus on a certain aspect. I like the suits. You could tell they shot a lot of that shit on uh, green screen. Green screen, yeah. But um, like I thought they did what they had to do. Um, some of the performances were underwhelming. Yeah. Some were over the top, and some were just good. Like Sheldon, played by um, Josh, what was it Josh Burnett? Yeah. What? What? But old buddy from the Transformers movie that used to be married to Fergie. His Utopian, I, he killed that oh, shit. Oh, he kills Utopian. He can act. Today. That dude can act. I, his wig and beard was a little wonky, but it's, I got used. The to beard was weird. The beard's low-key kind of weird, but then, like, you get used to it. Like, it's a weird thing that it gets you used to. I just don't see why he has a long hair. Like, all that hippie shit. 
It's just why can't you cut it like Walter, like your bro? Like that could have been because he wanted. He just wanted to let niggas know that age is wisdom, and the fact that they over a hundred is just like mm. okay. But, but that's the one thing too. I was like, because hmm. I know you're not that old, but it's like I get it. I get what you're going for. But he he had the. I think he was he, his character was at the, like the best, and so was his daughter Chloe. Chloe was just a month, just as much. Of angst that she needed to be, but not going over overboard like Rex Explosion Invincible. I felt like his character was like too dickish, even though that's how it's supposed to be in the comic. Like yo, they could have dialed it back. Mm-hmm. Chloe was like the perfect amount of that shit. Also, like um, Hutch, he had mad swag, and I like how he had, had a chip on his shoulder, but he was only whiny. As far as that was cool, um, and also his father. Parts sometimes I think um, George was a little. Too ambitious, like too over, but it's just because everybody else is so under. under. Because, so but yet like, also, so it kind of felt like he's going too big. Everybody's like underselling their performance. Like, or were they? Maybe he was going to. But be also, the one thing, yeah, I that too. Like, so sometimes it's like this, but then it's like, but then if you got a character that like fifty eight ads at the table, he has oh no, not fifty eight, like ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he kind of had to be like, and that's in the comic books too. So I'm just like. Yo, this nigga actually literally gets to choose out of 99 different types of A's, but yet they're all hardboiled. Yeah, and he also explains why he liked that. And also, like, all right, if anybody's going to be the gay one, it's going to be him. Wrong. <laughs> it was not him. It was not him. It was not like, all right, he got this. All right, he probably going to end up being it. Like, oh, shit, it's not going to happen. All right, but then, like, and speaking of underwomen, that nigga Brandon. I'm like, yo, you supposed to be, like, low-key the main characters because everything... Like rise on you going against your father Cole. You supposed to be the next one up, but he barely has any scenes. He Ooh. barely talks. He has no personality other than killing somebody or almost getting killed to force his dad to re-question the code. And his daddy ain't. His daddy was gonna let him die. Oh, his daddy was about to let him. Fall and you know the die. sad part. All right, the <laughs> comic book wise. <laughs> Comic book wise, Brandon is a little bit way more. Di- Brandon is wrecked dickish. Like he's a drunk, and like he's like wants to prove himself to the fact that. And when you say Rex, you mean Rex Blow? Yes, yeah, Rex Blow. Yeah. Uh, like literally, he takes a whole freight uh boat and try to fly it over a city, but he's drops drunk. Oh. Almost drops it to the fact that his dad comes and grabs it and scolds him, which is that's where it, it, it is the catalyst in, in a comic book instead of. Him overhearing his dad saying he ain't ready, he weak, and he shit like that. Oh, yeah, man. So, but yeah, Chloe, Chloe, literally straight out the Chloe and Sheldon literally are both straight out the comic book okay, put is, on TV. She is my favorite character. I thought she was gonna be like that annoying type of shit, but nope, she nope, works. She works just the greatest. I literally realized why I did like why why did I like Walter in the comic books, and they made this Walter just like that one. Like when you when they give us to be honest, everybody, it's a graphic novel, but volume one of the graphic novels not like this first volume is not even half of what the first volume of the graphic novel is like. When we get to the ending of the graphic novel, which I'm thinking is going to be the ending of the second half, y'all are going to be like, all right, I understand why we had to go through this first half. Yeah, if they keep it the same. Similar thing, not not to, you know, rehash shit from last week, but it's the same thing with Invincible. Exactly. Invincible had to get, for the end of season one, to that fight. 
Hell yeah. Because <sighs> I because I described this series to Leslie as PG thirteen Watchmen. Yes. I mean, yeah. No, PG thirteen the boys. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it has the boys elements, but it also has like that father son dynamic, like invincible, but they're not it's not as extreme as not as well executed. They have definitely have tone issues with this. And one of the things too, like it's not like when that nigga daddy said, I'll meet you down. I was like, oh, he about to kill himself. And he did. I was like, tone. <laughs> he pulled that tone. He walked right there. And like, whoop. And that's explained, like, a lot of that shit too, like the PTSD that Sheldon has to go through. And I'm like, that's white privilege. Because you convince all these motherfuckers to get on this fucking boat with your crazy ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I get why George was feeling the same way he said, but also George had shit to do with his life. His life was basically over. So I'm like, man, I need to do something. Cause if he right, I could be rich again. But if he wrong, fuck it. What I gotta live for? I got no family, no kids. I was with my homie. And the fact <laughs> that the crazy thing is, spoiler alert, but like, we find out George been living by himself, like without his parents for like 12, 20, so many goddamn years. He lost his kid, his dad, his kids, his parents are like ten, and just been out here, Batman rich by himself. Until that shit ran out. And also, like, um, with Walter and Sheldon, like, they were good people. And it's almost like if Captain America didn't learn how to grow and evolve at <laughs> times. Because Sheldon is stuck with the cold, but he's a good person. Like, he didn't he didn't want the factory to shut down. He didn't think his father did this shit. He didn't give a fuck if you was black, white, or brown. You work with me. I got your back. So when he was like, yo... Uh, was it, was he it lived in Fix was like, yo, come on, I ain't gonna sit in jail. He didn't, none of that shit. Hey, women, I'm cool with women too. We all equal. Let's do this thing. He lived the American dream, which was. The real American dream. He, yeah, he we lived the American dream, which was if you did the work, you get rewarded for, for doing the work. For being a good work. person, yeah. And for being a good person. It took to leave, literally found out like his daddy was out here hustling his money to try to get a second jump off opening. And he, dad didn't tell. Both of his kids that he was out here using other people's pension and all that to get this shit open. That's the reason why he killed himself at the stock market crash. And you just sitting there like, yo. And then I forgot to drink water in there. That's my reflex. And then on the even more crazy part is on the island when we find out Walter's even more pissed. He blames uh, Shelton for the death of their daddy because it's like, yo, if you just backed me up. But due to the fact dad thinks you were his golden son, he just kept with what you thinking. And Shelton, I was like, no, I always thought you were a golden child. I was like, nigga, I can't be a golden child if my dad thinks I'm an employee. It's so Hell yeah. And, and then going to a lot of other characters' um, backstories and shit like that. Because it's like, man, like, like Fitz, he was the flair. He also had super speed. But guess what? He can't walk now. <laughs> he tripled. But yet also we find out Fitz is also like, just like kind of like they they are. They worked for the plant. He worked with his dad at the plant and they kind of grew up knowing each other. But when the plant go down, being a black man, hard to get a job when the stock market crash. And yeah. all you're trying to do is be an honest man. But yet he's so pissed off at what their dad did that it took to their dad to be like, yo, their dad, their father was the one that fucked up. Not them. You can't take the out son is trying to uh, yeah. the son's trying to fix the the father's issue. Yeah, so take that shit. And that's the thing too with um uh, with Fitz. He's kind of similar to um what's old buddy and I, um old buddy from um Lovecraft Country. Oh, Tick. Uh, Tick. Tick. He's similar to Tick. Like he read books yep. to escape, 
you get them in literature and you just realize there's worlds outside of America, but also same thing. Like Tick went to fight for a country that didn't give a fuck about him. And um, Fitz is like, yo, even though America's fucked up to me, it's my piece of shit to try to fix. And I can't fix it by complaining. I just got to be a better person for myself and show people we can do the work to get to the place we want to be. Kind of echoes what Sam was talking about, too, in Falcon Winter Soldier, because it's always mm-hmm. a different perspective to everybody's struggle in life. Yeah. It'll be easy. And the thing, too, like, <laughs> well, if you don't like the country, you just can leave. Like, that's not how that shit works, because we just leave. It's never going to work. You can say it about your neighborhood, your job, or all your town shit wants you to move. It's not that cut and dry. If everybody just ran from the problem, there would always be problems. Somebody has to sit here and do the work. And that shit just takes time. Like, mind you, we're in 2021. And last year, laws had to be passed to allow black people just to wear their hair naturally. Think about that shit. At work. At work, naturally. And not get They had to create laws so you can't fire somebody or not hire somebody for having natural hair. Yeah. Think about how crazy also, that shit is. Also, not be disciplined at school as well. And even like you had the kids getting their dress cut off and at wrestling events and just some disrespectful shit just because that's how the air is naturally. Like, that shit's even in the rule books. Because if you don't go through that, you're like, what's the big deal? Like, no, they're telling you who you, you are and your what heritage. you do you and your culture, your culture ain't what we want to represent here. It ain't cool. But you can have some long hair if it's a certain way. So this little shit about that and isn't it, being... Racial is being factual. This is what affects people. And we're not at the point where that shit's not a problem. You know why? Because it's still a fucking problem. So we have to do the work. And some of y'all out there don't want to do the work. You just want to wake up and be in Candyland. Nah, nigga, this country got mad cavities. And that's one of the Needs things about... vegetables. And that's one of the things that's a <laughs> kind of a flaw of Utopia. He thinks it's all yes. about candies where... Literally, Chloe and Brandon and a few of their friends are all like, yo, the errors change. Like, literally... Brandon ends up killing a super villain because his dad's about to die. And it was a life or death choice. And two of his best and friends just got killed too. Yes. Two PTSD. of his Literally, he, one of his best friends the night before said, yo, you need to stop just trying to be underneath your dad's shadow. You need to live a life for yourself. You need to be your own fucking man. And we come to find out he just got done breaking up with his girlfriend a week ago who's a part of the superhero team. So she's dealing with that. He's low-key kind of dealing with that with the fact that his dad's not approving of him being a, a superhero and not thinking he's ready enough. Sees his best friend technically, literally, it is his best friend because yeah, he's the godfather of his daughters yeah. get killed. And how much knowledge does his dad know about it? None. <laughs> he don't get his dad don't see them as individuals. He just sees them as, as superheroes. Heroes. And even Chloe brought up, brings up the point, like, you can't turn this shit off. You're not even talking to me as my father, as Sheldon. You're talking to me as Utopian. Utopian. Like, and it's all of, like, what Charlotte Flair go with, uh, go through Ric Flair. He's always Ric Flair. And, like, even in the Ric Flair documentary, once he became Flair, his wife said, never turn that shit off. And that crazy, the the even more cool adult scene that lets you know that he wasn't, isn't part of, like, a real father figure, like Chloe said, is like, yo... That dude's been like your son's best friend since high school. He's the godfather of both of those kids. And dad just had to sit there and take that to the chin. Like, like, even when old shorty got killed in one scene with the Pika Litra dude. Uh, she, he only Chloe's knew, best friend? Yeah, he only knew her as her code name. He's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, damn, bro. And so, yet another scene where straight from the panel, 
Chloe's best friend ends up going to get into the union. Chloe's kind of mad at it as from a scene, but yet later on she gets killed by trying to follow the code. And her Derek, Chloe's mom, who happens to be a superhero as well, that Lady got Liberty. the power, Lady Liberty, gets there right when she dies. And the last word she says is, I didn't break the code, which drives a mom to a point that, like, she's already on edge about the code because, like, She's with her son. If it wasn't for her son killing said supervillain, which you find out is a clone, both her and her husband would have been yeah, dead. Yeah, no if, ands, or buts about it. But it's like, I just look at this shit like combat. Like, soldiers don't get persecuted for killing in war. That's why, like, even Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when um, John Walker snapped and killed old buddy, like, if that wasn't cameras there, yo, he is the bad guy. Maybe you should have killed him. Maybe it's your problem. But if your homie just died... And you juiced up in that serum. I can't I be mad at I you. I can't be mad. Honestly, I can't. And I'm literally, like, there's a like, whole... Like, real spit. If that was Ross and that shit happened, that nigga would got killed by me too, nigga. Like, I ain't gonna say that lie. And it's literally it's just like a whole other scene where Dream actually has to stop a homeboy who just seen his best friend die. And he's like, yo, I'm about to kill this villain. And she's like, no, we're better than that. And like, she has to talk him down to exactly. the fact that it takes till Lady Liberty shows up and is like, uh-uh. And then that's when he's just like, all right, sis. The right. elderly you, came yeah, in. Yeah, like, sometimes you get caught up in the heat. Like, even, you know, like, sometimes even with the police, you got to make those those right. split and decisions, and it's a hard-ass job. But there's some reasons why I can't fault police for certain things. But then again, there's some reasons why, nah, nigga, that's fucking wrong. Like, mm. if you just in broad day, like, fuck, 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 pow, 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 pow. And a one person... Bro, but if you know gunfight, this shit, firefight, or they got shit, you got shit, you trying to survive a home your kids, hey, yo, right. I'm not mad at it, but if it's clearly in the, you're on the wrong, that's one thing, too. And that brings up the whole, like, dynamic with, like, characters like Batman, that's why I don't kill the Joker, because it'd be too easy, yada, yada. But also, every person the Joker kills, every time you lock them up, it's still on your hands, Bruce. And well, to be that honest... on your hands. To be honest, the one thing is they kind of pushed up that code breaking law faster in the TV show because in the oh, graphic yeah. novel it doesn't take it to the very end of it and happening think, yeah. and it's done by Hutch. So like low key kind of that Hutch scene that you do see happening, it doesn't really. It's literally Hutch only does it once in yeah, the comic book like, and then that's when it happens. And like and listen to reviewers, so like that code shit isn't that prominent in the books. Yeah, it's and not, that's one thing that got my nerve quickly. It was like. The code this, the code that, the code this, the code. We kept, I'm like, shut the fuck up about the goddamn code, nigga. The only, the only reason why I'm that, giving... That got annoying quick. I was like, really? 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 Like, yeah, the only reason why I'm kind of giving the code is props is because I know what, I know how they're going to... It was like to... arrow flashbacks. When I was like, mm, you lie, I get it. Like, I Barry mean, Allen, I'm the fastest man alive. We get it, Barry. Like, but I'm you keep your secret all over real team over Yeah. Real. How many more secrets you got? None. <laughs> I got a whole baby, nigga. No, it was a job. Then you became my brother. Oh, like, how, how much? How much? How much longer will we have to do this? I get it. Five more seasons. I get it. I get it. But shit, but yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. There's a few things that did change in the TV series, and I'm like, I can't kind of understand it. Yes. But like, no, new drinking game, Jupiter shots. Every time he say the code, we'll die. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit, we'll that's the whole movie. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, yeah. That's four times every episode. They said the code more than fucking Brandon had actual. Uh, he had actual scenes. Yeah, the code. No, no lines, not scenes. 
lines. They say the code more than he actually verbalized words in that whole series. I put money on it. That probably I did. put money on it. Now that I gotta shit. rewatch it just to, just to tick. And it's just like, will he have a character development? Will he be able to do anything? Uh, I'm be honest. Yes, he will. He's he's gonna be prominent in the second half. But I don't know why. I I see why they changed it for the TV series. But it's just like they didn't have to change everything about the plans. Like semi spoiler for you, Daniel. I read the books. They kill they kill Rocky, uh, the daughter of, off early. Oh. Walter kills the daughter. Oh, the Asian they saw yeah. Katana. I like her too. I'm like that be dead. Comic book wise, she they use her as a capture ploy in later on in oh, the she, jump she, off. She, to, because they don't they don't know if she will tell Walter about their plans oh, and whatnot, so they capture her Earl like later on. So in the comics, there is a scene, and I, I'm not going to give too much away on this. You is <laughs> uh, someone thinks they're fighting off a bunch of people. Oh shit! Is it all of like um old man Logan? Well, they think they're fighting off all these people and winning. And then you find out they had someone who got into their brain mm. and only made them think that while they're getting stabbed over. Oh, wasn't that Black Star? Well, no, they took that scene with Black Star from they the com- from that. Yeah, because Black Star never. That scene that they're having to fight in within the mind scene was in the panel, but it wasn't Black Star's clone because Black Star's clone wasn't in the comic book. But the jail fight scene with Black Star was, though. All right, and with that being said, we're going to hit you with, yo, check it out. Check, and check, we're going to give you some recommendations real quick. But some you should definitely peek if um, peak, if um, Jupiter's legacy um, caught your attention or piqued your interest, I would say. Uh, for me, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The boys is definitely the better version of this where morals Absolutely. are like, fuck it, they're out the window. Because you know why? Because the world isn't morally righteous. Yeah. So why should we? Be either. <laughs> um, Ross, what about you? What would you I'm not going in the as, in the superhero aspect, but I will be going with the time travel aspect. I just started this, but shit, it's so good. And it's going to be dark. A Netflix, Another Netflix original. Dan, you got any recommendations? Um, Yeah, I guess. Invincible from last week. Yeah. Superheroes. Mm, yo, Invincible the shit, yo. It's cool, man. But yeah, you're right. The boys. Gotta be the boys. Gotta be. The boys back in town. The boys are back in town. Season three is about to go harder than the first two combined. Yeah, oh, I heard it because we're getting um, like the Justice League uh-huh. allegory in there too. With, so are we going to get with, um, so buddy from Supernatural? Are we going to get the infamous fall from this? I don't know. Because if we get it in this scene, then you all. But from what I'm hearing, season three is going to kick the shit out of season one and two. Because now imagine you have Homelander where he was at the end of season two. Yeah, his Nazi lover is dead. His Nazi lover is dead, and he's jerking off over the city. Jerking off Which was on supposed people's to be in season one. Yo, do we have super, um, super nut, like um, Hancock? Mm-hmm. Did that shit come out like a projectile, like a torpedo? <laughs> you could take a head off of that shit. <laughs> oh, so you're going invincible? His come? All right. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, guys. Kelsey, you ain't going to hear this one. No, I'm, I'm typing. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> This is why I'm just cut. This is why a whole lot of cut for Daniel. This is job. Okay. Mm. You know how much Daniel talk he has to cut? Mm. No. A podcast within a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> 
And yes, with that being said, guys, this has been another episode of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captions at? at. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being captioners. And if you don't listen again, I hope you have a good reason. And tell people why, because maybe that will spark the interest to check out this shit. Because, you know, if people are talking about it, then I'm about it. And I also want to give a shout out to another podcast, um, Minefields Podcast. Yep. You should definitely yeah, check yeah. them out. They talk about geek shit and wrestling shit because they also Hell run yeah. um, Colorado Springs Wrestling. Um, they yeah. do that shit down at um, Sunshine Studios. We gonna have to go down there and check out a oh, match you or two. Know. That's oh, that's about to happen. happen. Hell yeah, I can't wait to do that shit. And we get to work with them. David Arquette is also fighting there. Uh, June. Who? Mm. David Arquette. David Arquette. Oh, word! Ooh, yeah. I gotta ask him how that cops is. Courtney, that is. With one of the guys I was doing flooring with, he's the guy who's fighting them, and he was asking me to write uh, insults. So get, get Yo. Yo. But, yeah. but then I, I quit that job and I didn't get to give him the thing. That's the missed opportunity. We definitely gonna have to message him and try to work over some crossover shit. Yeah. Because yeah, that would yeah. be dope as fuck. So, yeah, guys, as always, um, I've been yours truly, Kel Show. And remember, guys, um, tell everybody to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Follow us on YouTube, The Escaping Network. You can follow me, Kel Show, on Instagram, Snapchat, Kelsey DeAndre Gray on Facebook. And remember, <laughs> Be one or be nothing. And you know how to find me, Roscoe Tenkoya. I'm usually at Supernova whenever Kelsey and Daniel tells me we're going out to Supernovas, which is uh, almost every day here and there. And, you know, live life and be missed unknown, y'all. I stole the way, go. Oh!